0: Everyone, welcome to another version of Uncaged. My name is Heather Havenwood, your host. And today I'm going to be interviewing Kristen Crockett about how you can truly become Courageous Destiny. Let's get started. Hey, Kristen, welcome to Uncaged. Thank you. This is awesome. And what an honor to be here, Heather. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. So I want to first ever explain to everyone who you are. Kristen Crockett's story is a reflection of so many women in today's corporate setting. She started in corporate tech sales for 22 years. She beat the big boys and became one of the top level female executives, earning a very nice six-figure paycheck. And as a mother of triplets, yes, triplets, she began to feel unsatisfied with her job success and saw the glass ceiling. She struggled for years with the idea and the desire to jump in and to run her own business. And then one day she just took the plunge, which she's going to be talking about today. She didn't focus on her health and her wealth, and she lost over 85% pounds and became a deserve level coach, helping women increase their revenue, sales, and taking giant leaps forward in life. She realized there's only one thing that stopped her for over 20 years and that was the programming that she did not deserve it. And so she is now on a mission to help over 10,000 women to discover their courageous self in life, wealth, and health. She has a new podcast called, uh, well, she has a podcast called Courageous Destiny. And so once she saw herself as a scaredy cat, but now she sees herself as unapologetically courageous. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, super excited to have you on today. So you are the the host of the new podcast, Courageous Destiny. But let's talk about your experience of being in corporate America for the last 20 years and that kind of that taking that leap to, um, to basically a virtual coaching business. What's been like that for you?
1: Well, I mean, corporate America, what happened for me is after I had triplets, you know, for a while, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was no problem, no problem working 60, 70 hours a week traveling all over the place. Right. But once I had triplets, I had started to see that my business was taking a downward spiral. And that there were so many things that I just when you when you're taking time away from your family mm-hmm. to go into into corporate America mm-hmm. and you can slowly just feel the neon lights sucking the life right out of you. And that was the experience that I had. I was like, I am not happy here. This is not fun. This is not me. And I'm taking time away from the precious gifts that I brought into the world to actually spend the majority of my time at a place I wasn't happy.
0: Yeah. So so people are experiencing. I remember those fluorescent lights. Yeah. Yeah, Who does that? Yeah. I mean, it was awful. you know. And you just literally
1: just feel it just sucking the soul right out of you. And so (laughs) I was not happy at all, and Mm -hmm. I complained to the right person, and I complained to a friend of mine whose brother was was my coach and mentor who taught me all about deserve level and deserving and how you can raise your deserve level to get what you want. And Mm -hmm. within a three-month period of time, I had this transformational experience that was like, all of a sudden, this place that I had, I was stuck at. It was like I was a prisoner of corporate America. There was no way I would ever be able to leave. You know, there was just nothing that I could do. I went from that end of the spectrum all the way to I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah.
0: got to become a coach. I need to help people do this. It's interesting about the cage of corporate America, which I don't mm-hmm. talk a lot about here on the show. I haven't be- just because I, I, I'm i not in that cage but I, the people that I do talk to that came from corporate America, it feels like a cage, it, mm-hmm. it, especially when they're in it and they want to get out. For me, I was in it, was fine with being in it, and then I got kicked out. <laughs> yeah. And then I tried to get back in corporate America a couple times, and I kept getting kicked out. And it was a gift, right? because I realized I don't belong there, and it took me a while to find out uh, where I belong. But for a lot of people that are in it and they do successfully in corporate America, making that leap outside of that cage can feel so scary. So um, I know that for yourself, you took that big leap and you took a plunge. And then so where did you start to begin? What was your journey? Where did you start? Where did I start What well, after I made the leap? After you made the leap.
1: Well, after I made the leap, it was actually a very unique time in my life. So my, it was very interesting. Right after I made the leap to get out of corporate America, my dad became very ill. And when my dad became very ill, um, I had to be there for him, you know, and I had this amazing opportunity where I was actually for the first time in my life, not working outside of the home. So I mean, and that was literally right after I made the leap. So Mm -hmm. I had about a three month period before my dad actually passed. Mm. And during that time, I actually utilized the situation that I was in to become a leader in my family Mm. and um, was really allowing myself to be coached through grief and going through a very difficult period in my life. Um, But once I got through that period, I really needed to create discipline. Mm. I really needed to create discipline. And that was something that I had struggled with for a very long time in my life, you know, because in corporate America, you do get a paycheck. I mean, that's a positive. (laughs) I mean, it comes. Even if you're not doing the, the greatest work that week, it comes. And, you know, so it was learning how to become an entrepreneur, was learning how to create and generate
0: a new level of discipline that I've never had to create before in my life. Yeah. It's learning how to fish. Yes. One of the interesting things about corporate America that people don't realize how much of a cage it is, is that they sell themselves one time and that's on the interview. That's right. it. Once they're in the cage, you know, in some ways in corporate America, sometimes big, it's actually hard for the companies to quote unquote, fire them sometimes, especially in government. Once they're in that, like it's hard for the government to get out, even if they are a poor performer. Right. So, and then what happens is that human actually gets so used to that cage that then all of a sudden they're like, why would I want to be anywhere else? I'm fed all the time. It's like prisoners. I mean, I really mean this. Lots of times when people, when prisoners leave and they're back into out of prison, uh, many, many times they want to go back to prison. Mm-hmm. And it's because the the mindset has been they're fed, they're clothed. You know what I mean? Like everything's handled for them. And so they lose that innate primal part of themselves that goes out going yeah it's and it's scary for them Mm -hmm. it's a total scary world and i don't you know and that's why they talk about prison reform is really challenging i would say there's company perform there's a huge people trying to leave that but the percentage of people actually leaving corporate america and succeeding is very low it's really low. And I, and I just want to go on this for just a second is that I see that with someone in, it's very close to me. It's a family member. Mm-hmm. She's made that leap many times and she always goes back to corporate America and to give her credit, she works well in that space. She works. I mean, she's in a huge fortune 50 company now and she worked for the government for a while. She works well in that space. I don't. You put me in a big, huge company that it, it makes me want to just cringe, you know? So I, I really think there's some people that are designed for that and some aren't, you know what I mean? So it takes courage, right? It takes courage to make that leap mm-hmm. from, I'm mean, going to use the word prison for sake, right? Of a, of a done for you prison in a way to I'm going to now learn to fish right? So I mean, how long have you been out of that corporate America?
1: Um, I've been out of corporate America for a good five years. Okay.
0: Wow. Okay. So, yeah. five years. so you've really made the leap. And so you just created a new show called the courageous destiny. And you said in your bio that you, you saw yourself as a scaredy cow and now you see yourself as unapologetically courageous. Tell me more about that. So,
1: I I wouldn't make, all I would do is look at the limits before, you know, that was the cage. The cage was my limits and they were made up in my mind. See, Mm -hmm. all of our, our cage really is our limits, you know, and there, there's our perception of all these decisions that we've made about who we are and the way the world works. And that becomes our actual cage. And so in order to break out of that cage, I needed to change my own mind and rewrite my own perception of things, my own truth about things. And once I started rewriting my truth about things, I could bust out of anywhere I wanted to. I'm like, if this isn't in alignment with me, if it's not bringing me joy, if it's not making me happy, I don't want to do it anymore. Because what I saw, what I saw in the first three months of coaching Mm -hmm. was there was this place that I was only going to get so many breaths in this life. And I could spend them living in the cage or you know what i'd rather be freaking busting out of the cage even if i never busted out i want to be like hanging on the things going you know because i don't want to be in that cage and i didn't want it for my kids Hmm. i didn't want it for my kids and i'll never forget my coach telling me you're the example for your kids so you live the life you want them to live yeah and yeah that example and i that stuck with me and man that has been probably probably the biggest challenge because I also had to change their whole lifestyle for a while. Right. I had to figure out what it meant to be broke. I wasn't broke. I was making over, you know, 300,000 a year. I mean, I was making a lot of money, you know, and so to go from that lifestyle with the, with the triplets and living in the half million dollar home in the 4,700 square foot house, Two, kids, it's more important we live our mission and that we're fulfilled and we're not caged. Right? Yeah. And so let's just give up all of that and let's start from scratch and let me allow myself to start from scratch.
0: Wow. And we will. You know, it's interesting. I'm hearing you say about your kids and having, I hear people talk about like they're maybe they had one kid and like, I can just imagine as a mom having these two eyes, look at you knowing that these eyes are looking at you. You had six eyes. (laughs) You're like more than just one human being. You got three human beings all staring at you and you're like, Whoa. I mean, that's a lot of pressure, I think. And I, I, well, it is a lot of pressure. So it takes a lot of courage to move yeah. to a place where, yeah, I, I understand that. It's like the $4,600, 4,600 square foot house, the big house. There's some comfort there. But when the cage is weighing down on you so much that the home, the, 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 the beauty of the home is not as beautiful as what's killing you inside. That's, I see that a lot. I see that a lot with, especially with women who feel like that's what they're supposed to have and they get it, but they don't get it in the way where they're getting it for themselves or on a mission. They got it through somebody else or they got it through something they didn't like a corporate America. They got it in a particular way. So where, where was that? I mean, where in that five last five years have you been able to say, like, okay, I really did make the right choice. Was there ever a time that you're like, screw this, I'm going back to corporate?
1: There, there's there been times along the way they've been sprinkled in, you know, and they've been sprinkled in. So even up to about five months ago, I had this idea where, you know what? I'm like, I'm just going to let God choose. You know, I'm going to let, I'm going to let, you know, I'm, I, I'm a spiritual person. I'm like, I'm just going to let God choose. I'm going to put my resume out there. I'm going to put my resume out there and I'm going to update it and I'm going to apply for positions because at one point the pain became really heavy on me that I, I needed to move forward in my life. And I found myself very stuck, stuck even with a herniated disc, you know, even physically stuck, wasn't feeling like myself. And so, you know, that was probably the all time I'm going to let God decide what I'm going to do. So I wasn't going to quit, but I was thinking about having some sort of supplemental income. And I, I probably got two days into applying and I just started laughing at myself because I'm like, that's the cage. That's the programming. That's the one that says I can't do this, that. Right? F yes. that. That's not true.
0: That's right.
1: And so it's been sprinkled in. There's been a few times like that where it's just been so scary. Yeah. But then I remember who I am. I'm like, yeah. I have this amazing company, Courageous Destiny. I have this amazing company and I have this amazing ability to bounce back. That's something that is a superpower of mine. So when I, you know, I've got this decision I made all those years. All those years ago, I'm rubber and I bounce right back. And sometimes I feel like I've been thrown up against the wall like 500 times, (laughs) but I still come back. And it's in that fight in that like, yeah, I'm going to do that. That's my life. That's my passion. That's what keeps me going. So I used to have a life that was handed to me when I worked in corporate, you know, like you said, you interview once, you get a paycheck and you never really have to keep growing. You know, you, there's a sense of an entitlement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: growth usually looks like I find, I found another job or I reapplied within my company for something else. Right. And this is more like, no, it's time to be reborn. I need to do this often as an entrepreneur
0: because that's how I grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I I love that you allowed yourself, you allowed God to choose. Mm-hmm. I really love that. And first of all, you're not alone. There's been many people that I know that during this time of 2020, they have said, you know what, I'm going back in or whatever. So you're not alone. And I love how you just said okay, you know, I'm not going to resist. I'm just going to go and see what happens. And you allowed yourself to do that. Something that I did during the pandemic, that is exactly what happened. I always had it that I was going to be going to law school. I had this thing when I was 17 that I wanted to go to law school. And then I did a video about it on Facebook about how I wanted to go to law school. And then I had a friend of mine reach out to me from the video and go, Hey, I'm actually applying for law school. Why don't you and I do it together It's virtual, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. You know, cause it's one of those things in my life that was one of these I should do. I don't know. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Stop talking about it. It's a great time to do it. Go back to school. So I apply, I do all this work, apply this, that, you know, get the transcripts, Play all this work, you know, I would get on the phone with the administrator. I scheduled out stuff, started a payment process, all these things. I was basically enrolled in law school and I remember I let myself do it, right? And I get on there, and all of a sudden I had this one conversation with the admin, and something else happened with the uh, schedule. And I started looking at everything I was gonna be studying. I did the same thing you did. I kind of laugh, like, I'm not interested in this shit. I know there's nothing <laughs> about this shit that I'm interested in. And I thought, but I went through it. And so now in my head, I'm like, yeah. I don't ever have to. Should have I done? You know, it's like I went through it. It was literally up until the week of, of of start. And I called the administrator, said I'm out, you know, and he tried to talk me out of it or whatever. And I'm like, I, I made the decision of I'm just that's that's not that was not my path. It's just not my path. And I but I allowed myself to kind of go down that path a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, and then pulled myself back. And so I love that you did that. Cause I kind of did the same thing. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do all this work to apply. And then you, you laugh. You're like, what am I doing? This is like, not <laughs> <So> even <crazy>. great. <laughs> this is so not me, dude. Oh my God. So you just recently launched courageous destiny. I did. Yes. Courageous destiny.com and you can check Kristen out. So I, um, I helped you create Courageous Destiny. You did. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you. And by the way, it's it's beautiful. I think it's done a great job. It it really is. Looks great. So I want to ask you a question. How are you using or plan to use your podcast to um, basically make sales for your business? Well, first of all,
1: the way that I plan to make sales for my business with the podcast is by opening and expanding my network. And that's already, I mean, I'm on episode, I'm about to launch episode six, you know, and I've got three different interviews that are planned for this week. And they they really are with people that I find to be fascinating mm-hmm. and they have a really great network, which is great because then that gets me an introduction into their network where they can see who I am and somebody might be listening going, you know what? I want to live my courageous destiny too. What's that girl all about? So there's this natural sort of, of thing happening and I get to share these incredible courageous people with the world, which is such an incredible honor. I mean, I, you know, I can't even believe the interesting stories that are coming out of the woodwork since I started this podcast. So, for me, business development went from being a have to and kind of like a stick in the mud that I had to do, even being in sales for 20 plus years myself, you know, to this is fun. This is exciting. This is, and it's a tool that I've been able to utilize. Like, I'll be talking to one of my clients or one of my prospective clients, and they'll be like, well, you know, I'm really struggling with this. And I'm like, oh, well, I just actually did an episode on this. Why don't you have a listen? And if you're interested in going down that pathway and, and it growing and expanding in that direction, then why don't you contact me and we'll have a discussion on what coaching could look like for you. So for me, it's been like a way where I'm not spending as much time on one-on-one phone calls, mm-hmm. which I love to do, but I also have to understand that as I scale my business and I'm going into more group coaching, I needed a tool that was going to be more effective and allow me to scale faster.
0: Yeah, right. so you've used podcasting to as a dev- business development tool to um, help with the process of the sales process to mm-hmm. send, pe- send people podcasts that you've actually done um, topics on, but you've also used it as a business development tool for introductions and doors open. Is that right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Is that something that you thought... When you thought had the idea of the podcast, is that what you thought it would be? <laughs> well, you know how I got the idea of the podcast, Heather. How, what was your idea? Yeah, how to, so let's share the story. What and I know how it? I contacted you about it too. <laughs> yes, I mean, share the story if you want to share the story. It was it's good, funny. How All right. did you get the idea for the podcast? So I was. I had a
1: coaching assignment from my coach who was incredible and she told me she's like i want you to five minutes a day i want you to stand in front of the mirror naked and then i want you to journal about what you hear and i'm like okay so about day three because it wasn't the most comfortable thing for me (laughs) as you can imagine being a newbie at staring at myself naked in front of the mirror for five minutes You know at first it was all about beating myself up but then i started to listen and there was a voice within me that i could hear that i can't couldn't really it was like i was with myself you know and i was really present with myself and the voice in the mirror said podcast and i went huh and it said the courageous destiny podcast it's time and then it went right to heather I'm like, who do I know that can really help? I'm like, I don't want, I need to do this fast. You know, I'm I'm already got my business up and running for, for coaching. You know, I need to do this really, really fast. And I need to do it well. And Courageous Destiny needs an edge. Courageous need, Destiny needs a partner like somebody who created a podcast called Uncaged. And you know me. Obviously, I've got the girl next door look. So I wanted to bring out some of that courageous and some of that sexiness and some of that edge and a different kind of energy that I was necessarily used to portraying in the world. Right. So that's how I got the idea. And that's how I thought of you. And that's how we're here
0: now. Nice. Right. <laughs> so she thought of me naked. That's awesome. I did. I thought of you naked. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's uncaged. When you're it naked. was. When you're naked, yeah. you're uncaged. Um. Yeah, I love that. So and I, I do love that story because what I when I talk to people and I want to get your take on this, but when I when I coach with people one-on-one about their podcast, it always comes, they always say to me, Oh, I just want to start, you know, a podcast as I hear it's cool or something. And what always happens is I end up like recreating their business not in a, like, like looking at their business model because podcasting really is, and we'll get your take on this, is really is a marketing tool. When used correctly, it can really be a profound business development tool. It's not overnight. It's not a Facebook ad. It is something that grows like a kid. So when the the kids birthed, right, it's not eating by itself, it takes about five or six years for that to happen, right? Or more, it's not walking yet, it takes what a year or two or three, you know, so it's, and then it dries when it's 16. I mean, it really takes time for things to happen. But podcast course, not that long. But it really does take time to nurture the business development. So your experience in working with me on your on your podcast, what was that like for you as we started to go down further on your bio and other things?
1: Well, for me, I mean, I thought we were just going to do a podcast. Like I thought that that's all, I mean, that's really what I I thought about, you know? And so when you started talking to me about how, you know, Courageous Destiny was a methodology, for example. And I, I didn't necessarily think of it as a methodology, and that changed my whole thought process and allowed me to take ownership of my company. So all of a sudden, I went from a coach, you know, a very successful coach, to a CEO like that. And that's what courageous. Desti, you know, being able to and that that came, you know, that was very much a source from you was. Kristen, this is this is a methodology. You're you're coaching people to live their courageous destiny. You have a process, and I'm like, I do, you know. And all of a sudden, I'm taking ownership over that in a whole new way. And then that evolved out to my, you know, I have the first um, the first group coaching that I had truly put together in my own methodology that launched um, about a month ago which is courageous destiny, rebirth, you get to choose victim or victor. And that that all came from me owning, you know, this this thing that I did, you know, I'm like, you need to be able to look at your life with beginner's mind. You need to be able to go through a process to be reborn, to be able to truly transform things. You've got to knock down walls before you can rebuild You know, and that was all coming from those conversations and me owning Courageous Destiny as a methodology
0: and something bigger than myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when working with you, what we did is we really went deep into what actually is it that you're selling and started a productization process. I just started it with you a little bit, you know, of like, how do you move yourself from just what I call creative coach and creative in the moment coaching to an actually a methodology and a process that you can start to productize yourself. That was like the the baby step. And podcasting, I always say is the first step of that, which sounds odd, but it's part of my methodology of uncaging. That's the process that I put you through right is like how do you start to see that what you do there's a system to it and there's a mastery to it so you can start to see the methodology with with your work and once you see the methodology with your work you can start to sell the methodology and not you and when you stop selling you and start selling the methodology that is when your business scales exactly and it sounds um It's counterintuitive of what I talk about that podcasting is the way to that. But for me, what my experience of it is, everyone wants to sell a methodology and a process, but how do they actually find it if they don't have it? It's really easy to sell the methodology and process once you already have it. Rich dad poured out. I mean, he has a methodology. Now he just markets the shit out of it. But he built that, but what, I don't know how long time ago he had to build it first. Now it's been shared that he stole it. doesn't matter. But, he's, but he sold a process and a methodology and a brand. That's how you can scale. So that's why every single one of my clients who comes to me for a podcast ends up that I end up working with them on their methodology, right because it's like what else if not you're just like some Joe Schmo with the face of a podcast like that's not going to really scale yourself, right So is that what you found in the process?
1: Uh, that's exactly what I found because all of a sudden you know this you know this methodology now it's it's kind of turning into well, I have journals. You know, now all of a sudden products are being created, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, and with the podcast, then I have the ability to, you know, to have products that I can share with people that help them expand their consciousness and help them expand their awareness, you know, help them. If you can consciously create courage in your life, you can break down any wall you want. You know, and so to me, what do you have to do to be consciously living courageously every single day? Mm. You know, a little bit at a time, a lot at a time, depends on where you want to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's it really allowed me to start going. Okay, well now there's products too, right. you know. And I, I contacted my my website person. And I'm like, uh, we got to redo this whole thing. <laughs> You know, I'm like, we got to redo this whole thing. Because- <laughs> the
0: other thing that, um, and I, I here in a second, I'm going to ask you if people if people are thinking about working with me on one on one on their show. You know what they what you think. But the other thing with the show is that if you have a business here, right, or your nucleus is here, this is your world when you came to me, and then I create a show that's up here, mm-hmm. that's really up here. This is now out of alignment because when you create something higher, this has to then change to move into alignment. So that's why is what happens. Right? So it's like people go, well, I got this going on, create the podcast. They think it's going to be on like a marketing funnel where it's just going to be on top and it does not It always changes the latitude of everything. So it's like, okay, I'm going to create this show. And this is the concept. This is the tools I'm going to use for business development. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh crap, I got to like alter, but upgrade, alter and upgrade my business model to be in alignment with that level. They're like, it's like an upgrade. Yeah. And I remember when we first started working together, you know,
1: I was so, you know, even courageous destiny was afraid to make that leap and really own something that big. I'm like, I'm a coach. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I'm a coach, like that's my number one priority. And I want to do this podcast to help develop my coaching. I didn't expect it to evolve into a whole business. Like you said, with the whole, you know, you yeah. know, the whole alignment, but it was, it was amazing. It was amazing how fast it just started lifting off, And even right now, I mean, the group coaching that comes into play, you know, all the different pieces that come into play as a result of, you know, that session that we had.
0: Yeah. You know, so it's next level. So if someone's thinking about working with me or starting a podcast, or just starting a podcast, what would you say to them right now?
1: Well, I would say do it. Because it's, it's, you know, what has been born as a result of it, it goes a it went fast. I mean, we we had that podcast up and running in like a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really fast from the time I stand naked in the mirror to the time <laughs> that it was launched. was really, really fast. So you you knew what you were doing. I didn't have to think about it all. You know, I would have still been trying to figure out how to, you know, get on the different mediums. You know, I, I had no idea that wasn't and that's not what the work I wanted to do. You know, in addition to that, you're very cut to the chase you know? And yeah, sometimes you kind of leave the, and you're like, you know, she's kind of tough on me, but I appreciate that because that's, that's how you cut through all of the BS and how you actually get something into the world quickly. You got to cut through all that sugar coating. You got to cut through all the, the crap that I was doing in my head. That was like, I'm not that big. You know, I'm not that big. And you're like, No, you're freaking Oprah. And I'm like, holy cow, now I've got a whole different perspective that I'm going to live up to and I'm going to grow into and keep growing into. So your vision and the way that you boosted my confidence level, and it's not like I started at zero with a company name called Courageous Destiny, right? Right. So the way that you boosted me that way was really, really valuable to me. And I am just Mm -hmm. forever grateful. So... So somebody who's going to go working with you, it's because they actually want to have something in the world that they believe in and they want it in the world quick.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. You talk about the Oprah. There is something weird all of a sudden when your little podcast in your little house and you're like, oh, I'm on, you know, Spotify and iHeart and you know, you're not on Apple, you're like, I, you know, you're on Spotify, you're on mm-hmm. iHeart, you're on, uh, where else did I put you? Um, Pandora. Um, I mean, I put you on everything. Um, so yeah, and you're Google, of course. But when you say that, you're like, whoa, I mean, there is a next level that is, that gets boosted up, you know, mm-hmm. there really is that. And then you have the access to be on other stations, you know, Roku and stuff like that are next level. Of course, when you're ready, girl, when you're ready. Oh, we're going to go for it. You know, we are. We are. We are. are. Yeah. I remember when I was on and K Radio, I was on Sirius and uh, there was definitely a next level. Course, you know, I'm no Joel Osteen, and I hope one day that I'll I'll be there. But uh there is definitely what I call a game changer. You gotta up your game, is my point. Mm-hmm. You gotta really up your game more than just you know, a podcast. Especially I went through the process and just sharing, but when I started the process 2014, podcasting was still like they in the media world, they considered it like poo-pooing it down. They didn't consider it a true media. Well, in the last three years, I mean, big, huge PR companies, I'm talking New York and LA, you know, $4,000 a month, $5,000 $6,000 a month, these people are paying, and they're paying to get them on podcasts. So when you understand that the medium has changed, and that you have all the news stations from Fox to CNN to MSNBC, and all of them are on and have all their own shows, they don't doing that because it's not working. They're doing that because it works. And it's a true medium. And so the, the curve has gotten flattened and what happens is it's almost, it's a good thing, right? You have all these people here who have been in the media for so long and we're just down here. It's now been flattened, but it gives us the opportunity to step up, right? It really does give the opportunity to step up. And in a way you are competing up against you know, Oprah and the latest, I mean, you have, if you have a podcast, you're up against Phil, you know, Phil, Dr. Phil, and really there's no difference, right? So people have a bigger choice. And so when you, in that game of like, wow, I really have a, people have a choice and they could choose me just, I'm I'm a click of the station, you know? So it really is a next level. And that's why you have to have your business in alignment of that so um, and be ready
1: to scale i mean yeah. and i found that out very quickly <laughs> i was like all of a sudden you know the group coaching came in i'm like Whoo! you know yeah, tell us
0: great though tell us about from the time you started the show and i do know you did your own work on getting people enrolled but from the time you started that your new podcast courageous destiny to you uh completely filling up your first group coaching program tell us that time frame I mean, that was another month, you know? I mean, that was, and, and, and what I
1: did too with the group coaching, I'm like, you know what, if I, can, if I can bring a podcast, you know, I can hire a coach and bring a podcast into existence, you know, in a month, then why can't I just pick a date? And with the seven years and over 10,000 hours worth of mastery and the over a quarter of a million dollars that I've invested in myself for my own development, why can't I? actually create a group coaching that works because I've seen group coaching out there that is just abominable, you know? And I I don't mean that to be me nasty or anything, but it it takes something, you know? And I'm like, I want the group to actually be a group that helps each other move faster, not something that people have as an upsell to individual coaching. It needs to make sense as an engine all in itself. Yeah. and, And to help bring everybody up. And and that's what I created. I can't even tell you the amazing things that are happening. But that was that was only another month because I got the courage. Once I did that, I'm like, well, if I can do that, then why can't I do this too? And now right. I've got my next one launching. And that one I, I, I picked a date, and that one's December 16th. I'm gonna be launching my next group coaching. You know, the next, the next, the next one. And I've got another group coaching developing for January.
0: I'm like, I'm like, let's bring everybody's vision into reality. Yep. Yeah, -hmm. that's what that's that's the power of podcasting. And every single (laughs) client I've ever had. Great. I know it's it's not what you expected. No. Yeah, because it does it it propels you, it Mm -hmm. propels you forward, right? So it's really take that next step. You know, Mm -hmm. and then you got to take you. You
1: you have no, especially when I'm interviewing these courageous people. Like
0: I'm like, I got to up my game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Believe me, I've interviewed some people and I'm like, damn, I thought I was cool. <laughs> no, I, I am not cool. <laughs> wow. So I want to just kind of round it out. I, so make sure everyone can follow you Kristen Crockett, CourageousDestiny.com. But where can they find you on social? Um, you can find me on social at Kristen Crockett. And
1: you can find
0: me, you know, you
1: can find my podcast, hashtag Podcast. Mm-hmm. and you can find me on my website at CourageousDestiny.com.
0: Awesome. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for being here on another edition of mm-hmm. Heather Havenwood Uncaged, or we should say Naked now for you. Naked. Naked, because <laughs> when you sing in front of the mirror naked, you think of Heather. So. I, I do. That's <laughs> uh, not that. That's not that. No. Hey, You're I do. you welcome. <laughs> yeah, and just to give to people construction. So I knew Kristen years ago, her and I went to a seminar together, but we didn't really keep in touch. I mean, we kept friends and we didn't really you know, hang out or anything. So when you did reach out to me, you're like, Hey, it was very like, what are you doing? It was very <laughs> out of nowhere. So, and I appreciate that very much Thank you me and following through, but more importantly, you know, I really want to honor you for being courageous, um, taking that next step putting yourself out there, telling the stories of not only yours, but other people's stories. Cause that's really what's important. Um, we can all learn the technology and the tips and tricks and the saying on our head or whatever. But if we don't really realize that there's stories inside of all of us to be able to share, that's what moves people. That's what really moves people to know, Hey, I can do this. If she can do it, I can do it. Right. And um, I think that's really an important piece So I just want to acknowledge you for that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Everyone, this is Heather Havenwood. Welcome to another edition of Heather Havenwood Uncaged, truly helping you uncage your business, your life, your mindset, and your money. All right, guys, have a good day.